Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where we use intersectional feminism, mindfulness, leadership, and strategy to support smart women to change the world without anxiety, insecurity, and burnout. On the show, we challenge the status quo and support you to unlearn harmful messages that keep you playing small so you can activate your superpowers and live with joy, confidence, and ease. I'm your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hello, hello, Well Women. Welcome to the show this week and a great big welcome to those of you who are new to the show. This is a great episode to listen to if you're brand new and also if you are a regular listener, you will totally dig this because we're going to go deep into using your story to find your power. So I kind of started and introduced this topic last week. But today we're going to go really deep into it. And there's a worksheet that goes along with it, which will be at wellwomanlife.com slash 247 show. You should find a link to the workbook there. And you can follow along in the workbook if you are able to, you know, download and print it right now. That would be great. If not, you can do the workbook later. So today we are going to dive into a few different things as far as finding your power in your story. And the first thing that I want to say about this is when we're doing this work, there's a lot of inner work, right? And this is sort of aligned with the framework, the well woman framework. And if you're not familiar with the framework and you want to check it out to be totally up to speed, you can go to wellwomanlife.com slash quiz, and you can answer the two quick questions there and it'll walk you through the framework. Not necessary to follow along here, but if you want to, it's there for you. Um, And so when we look at the framework, there are two major, you know, components to this. There's the internal, the internal work, the internal inner strengths, inner knowing, um, accessing our inner wisdom, uh, you know, really building our resilience. Um, and, and so there's all of that kind of inner work. And I call that your courageous inner work because it is pretty hard work, right? And then the other major component to the framework is the external. So um, as I've said before, the well woman life framework really takes into account individual sort of self-development, personal development, self-help kind of aspect of things. But we really say, you know, there's this whole other component, which is external circumstances and systems that impact us, right? And so uh, there's a lot we can do as individuals. We can do a lot of this, you know, work, but we, we, we want to acknowledge that, there's this whole complex system in in our external world, right? There's our family dynamics, there's our community, there's the world, there's policies and systems in place that for some folks, for many folks, are quite oppressive, right? For women, for women of color, for differently abled people, for LGBTQ folks, there's just a whole lot of power dynamics in our external world that don't quite work for us, right? And so we want to acknowledge that and work with that as we do our courageous inner work, because they're very much intertwined and we can't do one without looking at the other. So just to say that first, 
And also I want to say, you know, sometimes I get these questions like, oh, I just don't, you know, I can't focus on myself. I, I'm a new mom or I am so involved in my work. Um, I'm caring for parents. I, I feel like it's selfish to, to really focus on myself. And so to that, I want to give you an Audre Lorde quote. Audre Lorde, of course, is the um, feminist from many, many years ago who said, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. Audre Lorde was an activist, a feminist, and she really, you know, tried to share the message that the, the, the act of caring for ourselves, especially as women and, and different, all, all women, that act is actually radical and it, it's actually very much aligned with uh, social justice and activism and creating impact in the world. Because if we do not take care of ourselves and put ourselves first in many ways, we can't take care of others, right? And we can't, not just that we can't take care of others, we can't do our important work in the world and make uh, make change, right? And make an impact. So, so that's just a quick kind of background about setting the stage for really giving yourself space and permission to do this courageous inner work. And when you look at the framework, the, the two questions really ask you to, uh, to identify where for you and your particular challenges and desires and your dreams for your life, where does the internal work and the external systems and circumstances, where does that intersect? And depending on where it intersects, that can tell you a lot about sort of where you are in the well woman life cycle and what you can do. And, and it provides some tools for you to, to do that. So I encourage you, if you haven't done the quiz lately, even if you've done it before, go ahead and go do it again. It's really fun to do it on different challenges in our lives. You may have done it on, you know, like a professional challenge in the past. Now you want to do it on some sort of health challenge. You can, you can do it as many times as you want. And it's well woman life dot com slash quiz. And uh, again, all of this will be at the show notes at wellwomanlife.com slash 247 show. You can download the workbook there as well. So moving on to looking, we talked a little bit about your courageous inner work. Let's talk a little bit about the external power systems that are in place. And so I talk about this a lot on the Well Woman Show, and I interview many women leaders who are working to, to dismantle power systems, right? To change the power dynamics in the world. And you may be thinking, well, I, I don't really want to do all that. That sounds like a lot of work and really big and heavy. But my answer to that is we're all doing that all the time in our families, in our family dynamics, in our communities, in our parenting, in our caregiving, in our work, for sure, in our workplaces, we're all dealing with these power systems. And so we're all doing it anyway. So let's, let's work together here and, and really understand and, and have a critical analysis of it, right? Like, let's look at this and, and, uh, 
and talk about it, share ideas and, and figure this out. So I'd love to ask you where in your life or in, in the world in general, have you noticed dominant culture prevailing or masculine power systems in play? Like where in your life has that been an issue or that you've noticed it? And for many of us, it's, you know, it, it shows up in, in many areas of our lives and we can go back in time. We can look at systems in our education, in our, in our families, in, you know, our career development, we can look at it, you know, in present day. So I just want you to think about where in your life or in the world, have you noticed dominant culture prevailing or masculine power systems in play? And just jot that down in the workbook or just think it through if you don't have the workbook in front of you. And I want to ask you, how have these systems benefited you? How have these systems benefited you? And so, and and how have they challenged you, right? So really looking at both sides, because when we say, you know, the masculine power systems that are, that are in play or patriarchy, we want to, you know, dismantle patriarchy it's really worth looking at, okay, these systems have not been great for anyone really, like uh, certainly not women or women of color or, or any, anyone other than white males. But even that, like, I, I really don't believe that it's benefiting white males either. I think it's a system that creates an imbalance in power, in equity, and it, it really hurts everyone. And so how have these systems benefited you though? It, it's very interesting to think about that because in a masculine power system, things are can be very linear and strategic and... Um, you know, this is sort of how, how systems have been developed over time with, with very like linear thinking and very strategic thinking. So when we look at it that way, we've benefited quite a bit from those kinds of systems and thinking and, and we still do, right? But they haven't always been helpful. And so how have these systems challenged you? Um, I want you to think about both sides of that. Because later, when we get to really looking at your story, we'll see how these have impacted you, right? And impacted your life story and your circumstances. And so if we can agree that there is a a power system that is um, built to benefit and, and uphold those in power already, then we can look at, okay, how has this system benefited me? How have I, how have I actually benefited from this system? I know for me personally, being a white woman, this system has benefited me in terms of how people perceive me. Um, And so just thinking about like, how have these systems benefited you? How have they challenged you? We'll be right back. You're invited to join me for a brand new monthly group experience over in the Well Woman Academy. This is a monthly group that includes access to the full six-week course based on feminism, mindfulness, and the Well Woman Life Framework. It includes weekly groups, coaching sessions with me, as well as office hours and a private Facebook group to share and grow. Don't get me wrong, this is hard work, but with these tools, you will easily find the time to do the course 
course, get the coaching, and reach your goals monthly. If you find yourself worrying about whether you'll ever make it in the thing you're pursuing, waking up in the middle of the night with anxiety, lacking the energy you need to get everything done, stuck in some aspect of leading your team, procrastinating on moving forward with projects and tasks, or in a leadership role but second-guessing yourself constantly, I'd love to introduce you to the Well Woman Academy. It's for smart, high-achieving women changing the world who want to overcome anxiety, burnout, perfectionism, and insecurity. The result? You get to live your Well Woman life, a life of joy, ease, and abundance, even when things are tough all around you. Visit wellwomanlife.com slash academy to learn more. We're back on the Well Woman Show. I want to get into um, really looking at your story. So when we think about our lives, there are, in the Well Woman framework, there are sort of three big buckets that we work on, right? There's our personal life, that's our health, love, relationships, creativity, spirituality, our purpose. There's our professional life, which is our education, our skill development, prosperity, equity in the workplace. And there's a third area, which is public, which is the community, our overall impact in the community, in the world, our visibility, right? How we show up in in the public domain. And so like thinking about these three areas of your life, and as I've been sort of naming them, you've probably been thinking like, oh yeah, that's the, you know, what one or or two areas that I've mentioned have probably popped up as things that you're really wanting to work on in your life. And so what were the messages you received, i.e. what are the stories that you have believed over time in the three areas above? This is, if you're looking at the workbook, it would be above this question. But what were the messages you received in these three areas, personal, professional, and public. And you can focus in on specific like health or relationships or spirituality. Um, and just think about what were the messages you received and just write about whatever comes up. You don't have to go through in a very linear fashion and answer every single component, but just what what's coming up for you. Is it around prosperity is it around visibility? Is it around relationships? Is it around purpose? And so what were the messages that you received over time and the stories you believed? So for example, I worked with someone who's really, you know, who was really wanting to work in, in the health area and the stories that she, the messages she received and the stories that she believed were very much around um, health was just not attainable. Like health, being healthy was not a reality for her and her body, you know, her body image was very much dependent and, and, and like woven into the system of, uh, of the diet, diet culture, diet industry. And so the messages she was receiving about her body and about her health were really uh, impacting the story that she believed, right? Like she believed I can't really be healthy and I can't wear a swimsuit because I don't have a certain shaped body. That was the story she believed. So 
So just jotting down, like, what are the messages you've received in these areas of your life? And then how have you rejected, ignored, or devalued your own lived experience? Or how has your lived experience been rejected, ignored, or devalued? And so, you know, jot this down, write, write down whatever comes to mind for you. Because a lot of times we, uh, when we're doing this courageous inner work, it's really important to identify some of these things. Like how have I rejected or ignored or devalued parts of myself, right? My lived experiences and how have, have my lived experiences been rejected, ignored, or devalued. And when we start, uh, looking at that and pulling that apart, it can really, um, provide a lot of insight into some of our challenges, right? Some of our blocks, some of the things that are holding us back. And so, um, and so what stories, hold you back from reaching your full potential. And and after you do these questions and you really journal about this, you probably will have some insight about what are the stories that are really holding you back from reaching your full potential. So again, what we're really doing is setting the stage here for being able to access your full potential, your power. And And so I want you to think about what areas of your life have you been trying to create in and, and look at the three buckets, right? The personal, professional, and public, and there, there's more detail about it in the workbook, but what areas of your life have you been trying to create in that you feel your unfulfilled potential? And remember when we feel unfulfilled in a certain area, it's it's basically our uh, our clue that you have a, a lot more a lot more to do right in this area like there there's a lot more potential there if you're feeling it if you know when you're in that quiet space with yourself and you just know like there's more here for me than I'm than I've been able to create so far that is feeling your unfulfilled potential, right? When you feel like you know there's more, you just don't have the map yet or the the how to do it right now. And so just coming into a quiet place with yourself, you can close your eyes, take a few breaths. If it's safe to do so. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. And just take a few breaths, inhaling through your nose, exhaling through your mouth. Where do you show up as your wise adult woman self? Where do you show up as your wise adult woman self? When are you at your best, most creative? most insightful, most knowledgeable. When does that happen for you? Can you can you bring to mind a time in your life when you have really felt like your wise adult woman self? When you knew the answers, you knew what was right. There was no question. 
you felt confident. And just bring that to mind. What was that moment for you? What was, what was going on there? What was that situation? What were you doing? And what did it feel like? And as you're doing this, if you feel it in your body somewhere, just take a note of where you're feeling that. And what we're accessing here is we're accessing your adult wise woman self, your power. This is your power. This is your power place. And so the idea here is to really experience this in this moment. And, and if you need to go back to this and, and do it again later, you can do that. But really feeling into your power place, your adult woman self. And again, that is when you were in a situation where you were showing up as your best self, the the self that feels most like you and feels confident and creative and really connected. So jot that down and, and try to try to really capture like, what was that situation? Where were you? What was going on? What did it feel like? Did it feel like anything in your body and just capture that? And to wrap up here for this episode and next week, we're going to hear more on this in terms of your desires and powering up your desires and really being able to tackle those. And you can download the workbook at wellwomanlife.com slash 247 show. And next week on the show, like I said, we're going to go into desires, but to wrap up this week, we're going to power up everything that we've done just now. We're going to power up into writing your power story. So what is your unrealized potential? We worked on that a little bit. It will usually be embedded within a desire you have. And so it doesn't need to make sense. And don't worry about the how-to at this point. Just feel the potential. Um, and that is usually the kind of feeling like there's something more here for me. And, and an example of that is I have the potential to feel healthy and have a strong body. Like, I really feel that, you know, so right, that that's where we're headed here. And then what is the old story that keeps you playing small in this area? For example, I'm not good at sports. I'm not an athlete. That's the old story, right? Like, I'm not an athlete. I can't wear certain things if I am at a certain weight. That's the old story that's keeping me playing small. So What are the messages and power systems that keep you in this old story? And can you identify and name them? So for example, with with the example that I've been giving, athletes or jocks are not intellectual, right? That is kind of the, the message that is keeping me in that old story. Also, the diet industry uh, is a is a system that is keeping me in that old story. And then what is the deeper truth about who you are and what your potential is? 
What is the deeper truth? That's when we get quiet and really go inward and feel what that deeper truth is. When we unearth that old story and those power systems. And so the deeper truth with this example that I'm giving is I can be smart and athletic. It's who I am. I can be smart and athletic. It's who I am. So you may or may not relate to this example I'm giving, but I I hope it gives you um, some insight into how this is working, right? And so then living from the new story, cultivating love and acceptance, creating from your powerful place, not your disempowered place, creating from your powerful self, not your disempowered self. What is the new story? And so the new story with this example is I can feel strong and beautiful no matter my weight. I can feel strong and beautiful no matter my weight. I can wear what I want, right? That's the new story. Wouldn't that be the new story there? Uh, And then finally, what action steps will you take in the next? And I break it down into two hours, two days, and two weeks because it gives very specific time frame and accountability. So what action steps will you take? And so, um, so in the example I gave, you know, I could ask for support and be very specific with my family. Like I need, you know, whatever X amount of time per day to go and do my exercise. If that's, if that's what my plan is in the next two days, I can find an accountability partner I can sign up for the Well Woman Academy. That would be a great accountability partner. I can set up a schedule in my calendar, right? And then in the next two weeks, I can walk or run two miles a day at least four times a week. So do you see how this is playing out into how, you know, how you can really uh, dig into these old stories and create a new story with an actual action plan that is going to create a a new reality for yourself. Right. And so there's a place in the workbook to, to write all this down and and prompts and everything to, to work this through. And so I hope that you have enjoyed this today. And as I said, next week, we'll go into more of how to identify your desires in the three areas, public, uh, personal, and professional. And will connect your desires to um, to creating this new story. All right, well, women, as always, thank you for listening. And if you're ready to join us in the academy, go ahead and check out wellwomanlife.com/academy. But if nothing else, you know, just let me know that this was uh, helpful. Let me know that you that you did this. You know, go and grab the worksheet. It's completely free, and it will really help you work work through uh, some of this. So until next week, have a super powerful week. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your well woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com/slash/facebook to join our community. As a reminder, we are on NPR every week, so be sure to tune in at npr.org slash podcasts and search for The Well Woman Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment and subscribe and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. 
I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.